Cave of Cold Podcast, Iteration 13. From the lands of Western Canada. He who controls the spice controls the universe. Welcome to this week from the Cave of Cool. Western Canada, the Wakanda of the North. Welcome to This Week from the Cave of Cool. I am Calvin Hyten. And I'm M.D. Jackson. This is the show that will talk about everything that's coming up. Uh, Infinity War, uh, Captain Marvel, Dune. Casting, the, casting for Dune. The casting for Dune. This week, Calvin admits that I am a weak man and I cannot watch everything I would like to when I would like to. Especially if you're going to slum it with the gypsies and the, and the teen moms. But there should be room for both. There should be room for Calvin to watch everything because Calvin is Calvin. Rock and roll. Showtime. Kendall Jenner used to have the record for the most Instagram hits or likes on this picture of her. So people put up an egg and said, let's get more. Let's get a new record. Yes. It's pretty, this person is pretty despicable. And I, that's I, actually, a, a couple of years back, several years back, I know someone on Facebook basically said, can this, can this onion, ro- onion ring get more likes than Stephen Harper, our prime minister? Right, right. And, and it did. You it know, did, of course. But People you know, always want to encourage an onion ring. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, Except for the people succeed. from Alberta. But, you know, that's, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, we can't have decent onion rings here. That's socialism, <laughs> you know? Why, why are we apologizing to the onion ring? We didn't send it to a residential school, that's, right? I mean, that's, that's what it's become. And then I look at these people, and um, somebody says to me, you know, Cal, I appreciate you not killing him and letting him speak uh-huh. because that would be my, my, my go-to move usually. Yeah. Just like the Matrix, right? Just just flick of the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would threaten us when we were kids. Yeah. I could just grab you by the head, fuck my wrist, and... <laughs> Well, you kill a chicken on the farm. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> oh, yeah, well. I'm four. Don't tell me things like that. Uh, so, you know, so everything is just, I guess, yeah, moving along, trying to stay up with the shows that I'm watching, trying to avoid the shows I, I should be watching, yeah. watching the shows I shouldn't be watching. Well, I tell you, I just finished watching uh, the entire run of the first season of Titans. Oh, what'd you think? I've been I, actually, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I can see why people, you know, were kind of a little off on it because it is very violent, and 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 you know, they drop the f bomb every, pretty much every episode, several times. And the first trailer, the first that that first uh, trailer kind of kind of sucked, and and it, it was taking a beat, and so I just kind of let let it pass. Yeah. But I've been hearing you're the like the third person to tell me how good it was. But I'm gonna so, give you some advice. Yeah. And that is not to watch it. Okay. Until what? season two hits Netflix. <laughs> Okay, because, because for I'll season one, I'm going to tell you, season one ends in a, in a really big cliffhanger, which really upset me. Because <laughs> now I got to wait till, and because season two is not even going to start production till March in Ontario, and uh, and and it will be on the DC network, and then it won't be on. Good. It won't be on Netflix probably until next year. So you have cheered me up. I thought nothing could cheer me up today, but thank you. I can cross Titans off my list, and I can I can delay that. You can for delay it. Year. Yeah, I can I would, delay I would it. Delay it for a year, thank yeah. you. I, I appreciate that because yeah. I I know what would happen. That'd be that would be it. I would lose my nut if that was the case. <laughs> it would be the lost my lost experience all over again. Yes. You know my four months of watching six years of. 22 episode seasons in in a in a three month period, mm-hmm. and then I got that finale on Lost, and I my bum hurt. 
I felt <laughs> molested. It's just, it, it was, I thought I thought nothing could hurt me that much um, ever again. And then, of course, then Under the Dome showed up, and mm-hmm. I watched one season of that, and they told me nothing yeah. about why the dome was there. I mean, I can't believe I watched all those episodes and that butterfly tattoo, and it, I didn't care. I think it went on another season or something, but mm. I just didn't care anymore. Yeah. It just it. That one was the, that was the worst burn ever. So thank you. I'm I'm I got a lot of other good stuff to watch that yeah. I don't have. To, well, it is it is worth rates. it is worth watching, but I would I would I would wait. wait. Yeah, yeah good. that's what I would do. But good. the Punisher, the Punisher season. Punisher, two. yes, yes. I haven't started I haven't, watching that yet. I haven't started it yet either. Next on my list. I I think I'm like I'm going to do the split glass thing, because um, I'm starting to feel that one kind of pursuing me. Okay, so you, um, haven't seen, you haven't seen Glass yet. Nope, and it's I haven't been seen some mixed either. reviews. It did. It only got like 36%, but then I'm hearing good things from people. Yeah. Uh, so, again, it's one of these ones that if you're in that universe, like I'll love any kind of uh, uh, Predator movie, right? Mm-hmm. You don't really have to sell me on a Predator movie. And the last Predator movie got hammered by the critics. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, same thing with Venom. I enjoyed Venom. Even yeah, Venom, was, it, Venom, it Venom was, was fun. It. It, it was weird and different. And it, I wasn't, well, it, it did – you know, it was head and shoulders. I mean, did head and shoulder box office above a lot of other movies that were that were far more deserving, I thought. But oh, for sure. But the, yeah, the critics. No did argument smile. there. No argument there. So sometimes you just gotta watch what you think you're gonna like. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is a perfect example. The way it's just getting hammered these days, and everyone thinks it doesn't deserve its its uh, um, its uh, its nominations. Mm-hmm. When first of all, you're stupid. Because any biopic worth half its salt is going to get nominated mm-hmm. if the person was halfway famous. Yep. And they make you feel something about this person that you remember them fondly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, so that, that is a, a must. Um, I mean, look at, look at, uh, 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 so the actor playing is going to win best actor. And then Grammy Malik is going to win for sure because he did such a great, um, it wasn't an impersonation. It was a, it was mm-hmm. a, he became. Freddie Mercury. He brought yeah. him back to life. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do for someone like me and you who grew up with this man and, and knew his, his, his shtick wasn't shtick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We, we knew who, what we expected in a Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And these days, I don't know if Sasha Baron Cohen could have pulled it off as well. Probably um, and, I, and, and I was all for him having, when he lost that role or, or had creative differences, I was upset because I thought that would derail the movie. Mm-hmm. But the guy they found was just as fine. I think I think the movie is 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 wonderful, and I, I can't recommend it enough to people. Yeah. It's I, I can't see I can't see Sasha Baron Cohen make, making Freddie Mercury as likable as Rami yes. Malek did. Yes. Rami Malek, you liked him. Yes, you yeah. loved him. You loved I, I think him. I think Rami loved him too. Yeah, it's like he the dedication he put into it. So I think I think being so close and working with the guys in the band, yeah. that he was extra extra motivated to do. Good for them, you know what I mean? It's just I, I think when you look at uh, everything that he put into that role, that he just didn't phone in, mm-hmm. that he created a kind of magic that I always remember. I'll never remember La La Land, right? <laughs> I, I've never seen it, but uh-huh. I know that um, uh, Ryan Gosling doesn't talk and he invented jazz. But yeah. I, I don't want to see that ever. And that got nominated, and that yeah. made me feel nothing but rage. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I'm happy that there are a lot of things that did get nominated that I actually enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I hope Lady Gaga gets her her Oscar because I think they love young ingenues. I'm like I'm her. certain she'll get an Oscar for best song. 
Uh, yeah, best song and best actress, I think. Very I think weird. They want- this is a very weird year for for the for the Oscars. Um, you've got a film, one film that's nominated in two categories, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Alfonso Cuarón's Roma. Roma, yes. Nominated as best foreign language picture and as best picture. Right. Which is a very strange thing. I mean, if you're on the night, they'll announce yeah. best foreign language picture. And if that one wins, then you know it's not going to win best picture. Exactly. But they but, will give it that one because and, uh, and they, also it's, it's out of best picture. Because it was a Netflix picture. Right. Which is – it wasn't released in theaters. It, oh, really? It was, okay. It, it, I wondered was, why I never heard about it. It was released onto Netflix. and It's, it's on Netflix. You can watch it. And of so course, it's Hollywood that good. doesn't that, have – uh, a whole lot of respect for the whole Netflix. Right. But but it was that good that it actually got past all that, that anti-Netflix bullshit to be nominated, yeah. which is amazing when you think about it. And I've heard nothing but good reviews about it. Yeah, I have, and I've, and the act, and the, I see these actors and stuff, and I'm, I think, well, I'm, I must pay attention to this. I haven't even watched the trailer yet, but mm-hmm. because I don't need something else, I seen the trailer to Polar, and I watched a, a few minutes of John Wick today, and it, it, that's making me insane. I should never have done that. Never, yeah. never, never, never. Because okay, I'm Polar, not I've never Polar seen a John. Polar is the movie with Mads Mikkelsen, right? Right, Polar's that yeah. one. Yes, it's John Wick movie. is basically the same movie. Okay. Um, because the third part of John Wick is coming out this summer, and there's a $14 million bounty, I guess, on his head. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the strike of midnight, everybody and their cat is going to be trying to kill Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, so that's supposed to be really interesting. He's on a horse with a samurai sword fighting <laughs> Yakuza guys on motorcycles with their samurai swords. Okay, now I mean, that's just messed up. That just looks good, though. I mean, well, uh, no, I, okay, I've seen the very first John Wick movie. I, you think? I didn't see the second one, and I, I'm... I haven't even seen the trailer for the third one, but it just sounds, that sounds really – I mean, it's its basically, you know, John Wick kills a bunch of guys. Yeah, kills over lots and of guys. over again. Yeah, but but I understand that they, that it, the, the the two movies are, like, very entertaining. Same, yeah. like, But, again, I, I have to get dragged to see it, but mm-hmm. it, it's like that with uh, also Fast and the Furious. I had to get dragged to get into that, but the last couple of Fast and Furiouses were awesome. They've got this kind of whole Ocean's Eleven kind of – heist thing going on that is so over the top that i just loved it 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 makes mission impossible movies look like uh you know forrest gump or something like that you know (laughs) what i mean they they they, they look like they have no action at all when you Mm -hmm. see a fast and a furious movie so i can go full retard like that and i can enjoy that kind of that kind of film so um but again i watched must have been just two minutes because when the youtube video was watching going on it went to a john wick clip and i'm going oh they call him baba yaga (laughs) <laughs> he's he's the de- the devil the boogerman what that mean huh boogerman and then of course it shows him doing something and go I gotta watch this and like no Calvin no 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 right because <laughs> I I can't add another thing I want to see I just have too many there, I just want to go yeah. I have nothing to see someone recommend something for Calvin to see please so, well obviously you're not going to be interested in Avatar two and three oh God never. I mean, I, again, I, again, you bring up something that's very sore point with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot stand James Cameron. Um, I, again, I, I love the first Terminator, um, mm-hmm. and I love I love all the stories around it. I love Terminator yeah. Two. I love what he did with Aliens Two. Mm-hmm. I never thought you could make a better movie than the first Aliens and make it just as thrilling and exciting. And but he did, mm-hmm. um, and he advanced te- technology, a lot of uh, of uh, uh, motion capture, a lot of underwater stuff, a lot of uh, he advanced the 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 science of making movies, mm-hmm. but. As a writer and as a director and as a, a, a filmmaker, he's subpar. Okay. He, he's, he's, 
he, he's got all these fancy toys, but he doesn't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. You know, he like he has so much that he can't even sit and come up with a good story because his ego is so huge that he can't write with somebody else who would tell him, "Hey, this sounds an awful lot like Dances with Wolves with Blue People." Mm-hmm. You remember Dances with the Wolves? That one. Of I think course, you're making yeah. the same movie, James Cameron. Yeah. Right. Now I, you know, I've I've heard that that it's basically Dances with Aliens. And- yeah, have you seen Avatar? I have not seen Avatar. Oh my god, it's brilliantly visually amazing. I can see why people were having mental problems because they wanted to live in this place because it is visually now, this amazing. This was one of basically one of the first movies that basically proved that that 3D could work. Right, and, and now we dazzling. have 3D. 3D is ubiquitous in movies. When you've got guys on on flying blue guys on on flying dragon creatures mm-hmm. fighting military guys and jets and stuff, it's freaking cool. I'll yeah. admit, but when you're sitting there going, man, is this story suck? I want something good to happen. Oh, yeah. that I knew that was coming. Yeah. Oh, that one's coming. And then I guess they've got in the new two and three, oh, we're going to film them at the same time. They've already been uh, – principal photography has ended. Now we're just going to edit. We're going to put out two movies. And they show his hillbilly clan, and mm-hmm. it's basically it looks like Deliverance, like where now the two uh, actors in the first one have a bunch of younger – um, blue people, and they show a picture of them, and swear to God, if there was a kid with a banjo, I would have thought it was Deliverance in Space. Avatar 2, um, um, Squeal Like a Piggy. That would be, that's what the movie should be. Because you know those little blue kids are going to get killed, and yeah. then there's going to, you know, I just see the whole epic in my mind, and it sucks. And I've never been in a movie so beautiful that I couldn't wait to get out of the theater. Yeah. Um, it, you know, even watching Batman and Robin was a better experience with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was a and terrible movie. I, I wanted to get out of there so ar- fast. Arguably one of the worst movies. Oh, I should have walked. Not just one of the worst Batman. Batman movies, one of the worst movies. Yes. Yeah. I walked movie. on Spaceballs because I coun't stand it. Yeah, we, Avatar, we talked about Spaceballs, I, yeah. yeah. Avatar, I felt, I felt like a prisoner. I felt like I was the guy in Clockwork Orange. Now, now did you see it? Me. You saw yes. it in 3D, right? Yes, of course. See, I this, is, this is the thing. It's like I because it was I, unless it comes back to the theater in 3D, I, I'm, I'm probably not going to see it. Yeah, it, you're right. Because uh, I, you know, if I watch it on home video with not in 3D, then it just the, all I have left is a sucky story and one that was probably ripped off of other sources. Uh, Majorly so, and and in a painfully way. In a painful I mean, I've, way. I've been told that it's actually very. It's, he actually rips off a Joel, an old Joe Haldeman story from from astounding science fiction. Oh, okay. From back that, in the 50s, but. Right, and because of those aliens, right? Or was it the one where the man can go into the alien's body? The that was it. That was it. Okay. Yeah, Joe Haldeman yeah. okay. came up with the idea of a guy who yeah, we never goes seen into that an before. alien body with like say, like a center. Yeah, kind of thing. I saw yeah. the Matrix. I think that didn't that yeah. happen where the you know they were in a different kind of body and they ended up in a different kind of body that had powers and was stronger <laughs> than their regular body, which was in a making battery it was basically a battery yeah. <laughs> that they were lying in. But, um, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just, I just. I, I just can't do it. I I hate him so much, mm-hmm. and I I had to be tricked into watching Titanic because again all the hype around that, and I went boy again visually brilliant. Yeah, I mean, well, I, this, I and I did last, see I I went and saw Titanic. The last hour of Titanic is pretty compelling, it, uh, it, but the story is. is a crock of shit. Yeah, well, the story is boring as as hell. <laughs> I want her to drown. I want Jack to drown. I yeah. want Billy Zane to hit him with the bullet before he, the ship even comes down, right? Yeah. I, I want him to just fall and hit his head and port. Um, that's how much I did not care about their romance or anything okay. about it. You know, I liked him better in, in Gangs of New York 
and <laughs> where he was a real you know asshole than than in Titanic. But again, yeah. technically brilliant, and he's done some really cool things with that with submersibles and, and the way he found the actual Titanic and mm-hmm. and the, the films he's taken of that. Those are great. Yeah. But he he just as a, a storyteller, he's no Steven Spielberg. I mean, well, I, if they I, mean I, was, kept, I was with him right up until the deep. Oh, you mean the abyss? The abyss. Sorry, not the deep. And starring the as the abyss. The abyss. The abyss. Yes. The abyss starts itself in that movie. If you stare into the abyss, you know, <laughs> you, you, you basically have to pay 14 bucks and you pop, take a popcorn yes. in order to stare oh. into the abyss. And it won't and stare I, back into you, but, you know, you waste your time. And I uh, heard he almost killed uh, a couple of people in that one. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he's fucking around underwater yeah. and doing things like, the, you know, air running out or I want yeah. I want this reaction. So well, do you this. Know, and, 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 you know, he used to be he used to be really cool. Actually, it's funny. I, I'm going to drop a name here. Uh, William Gibson. Yeah, I've heard of him. Who, who is the author? Neuromancer. Created, created, uh, yeah, Neuromancer. Created Neuromancer. Cyberpunk. I'm not going to yes. cl- claim that he's a, a good friend of mine or anything like that, but I do know right. him. Wow. Uh, yeah. I remember him telling me that he went to Hollywood. He at you know uh, with uh, James Cameron, you know, uh, right. when they were he was shooting um, Terminator 2. Okay. And you know, of course, he's he's with James Cameron in Hollywood. James Cameron is showing him all these CGI effects because you know it's yeah. computers, right? And it's yeah. William Gibson. Um, and I, you know, they they had a little documentary of him looking at it, going, "Whoa," you know. And, and uh, Gibson, if you if you've heard him speak, he's got this very southern drawl. But he told me about this. Um, he went to a restaurant, and this guy, he sees some guy walk in, and he said, "Oh, he looks familiar." And, he, and Gibson turns to James Cameron and says, "You know, if that guy were taller, he'd look just like Arnold Schwarzenegger." And <laughs> and the guy comes in over and introduces himself and says, "Hello, my name's Arnold Schwarzenegger." <laughs> <laughs> So, too good can you yeah. imagine and Arnold's not that tall when you think about it right no he's not That's but he looks well, massive and if you met Mel, Bill Gibson Bill Gibson's very tall it's, it's very tall and Tom guy. Cruise is very small yeah he's like Scaramucci small <laughs> you know mm-hmm. I can't believe how small that, that Anthony Scaramucci is how did he's like did he hobbit. ever like what does he mean he is a hobbit he's yeah. a little hobbit in a suit yeah you know and, and of course, when you're going on Celebrity Big Brother, you're basically, psh, you know, your career's already in the in the <laughs> toilet. I mean, what kind of PR is that? I mean, what did you what did you do? Oh, I, 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 nine days I was in the White House uh, press yeah. room, and then I I lasted one episode of Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. I mean, you're you're damaged goods now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why, you know why? Why does my agent hate me? Yeah. Yeah. Why um, am I paying for this hooker? I mean, she's the <laughs> oldest one in the room, right? I should get into freebie. <laughs> I should be getting it for cigarettes. Yeah. So, so you're not looking forward to Avatar oh, two no. or three. But I hope I hope they're crap. I hope people get so upset and get their hype their hopes up so much. It's like it's like if if Infinity War uh, turned out to be just crappy and one big uh, con job like a like an M Night Shyamalan movie like the the Village or something like that, right? Let, or or the <laughs> the Lady in the Lake or one of those bad ones or yeah. or even uh, um, uh, Avatar. There you go, well, the last yeah, Avatar. Yeah. Or the last Airbender. There we go. Yeah. Um, you know, something like that. That it turns out to be that. Then I'll I'll lose my mind. Yeah. Well, that, that's when the revolution will start. Oh, for yeah. sure. You and can, it will be can, televised. You can, you can you can be shutting down the government left, right, and center. But if if, if the next Avengers movie is crap, look out. The streets are going to burn. Oh, God, um, we have so much invested in it, don't we? Yeah. Like culturally. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about Dune. Uh, I'm really happy with this one too. And now, um, 
course, Frank Herbert's book came out in 1965, was rejected by many and many a publisher mm -hmm. um, until Clifton Books, I forget what they made, I think it was Auto Repair Manuals, um, they published it. Mm -hmm. After um, uh, Analog published... Uh, they they serialized the... I think they did. Was it? They did. Was it, yeah, I've got. I've got actually a couple of the old analogs that it had okay. serialized. Yeah, it in. started. Yeah, but it, it was. It was always thought it was too slow. It didn't have enough action yeah. in it. it was people, he called it Dune World. Right. It was called and Dune World. Right, and people wanted the the Buck Rogers. They wanted the shoot 'em ups. They didn't want mm -hmm. a thinking science fiction. Mm -hmm. um, they thought that that's what people wanted, of course. But this was the 1960s. They wanted a head trip. They wanted to be. Their brain fried, mm -hmm. um, and Dune, of course, went on to defy all the expectations and became um, uh, the, the masterpiece of science fiction that it is. And one of the reasons I love it is just the complexity of it, that to mm -hmm. get into it, you have to commit to it. You can't yeah. just watch the 84 movie and pretend you know what's going on because no one does who yeah. saw that movie. I saw that movie before I read the book, so I had no freaking idea going on around me, but I had to know what, what this was about. So when I read the book, I could put the faces and, and memories, to put, so it made the book a much better experience, having seen the movie. And then I saw the sci-fi, the about 10 hours that they do of the first three books mm -hmm. on the sci-fi channel with James McAvoy playing uh, the, the son of Apollo Trades yeah. uh, when he's young, and he's very good in it. Yeah, uh, Leto II becomes the God Emperor. Um, so they did a good version of it. And, of course, we all know Jodorowsky's uh, mad dream mm -hmm. of doing it in the 70s before Star Wars came out with uh, Orson Welles as the Baron Harkonnen, with uh, Salvador Dali as the Emperor of the Universe. Absolutely, in fact, you know, an absolutely mad attempt to, to put it oh, on. And, yeah. and if, you've, if you haven't seen Jodorowsky's Dune, the documentary about the making it, of it. You, you've got, really got to watch it. Find it really. somewhere. Watch it. I, I can't talk to you about Dune without talking Jodorowsky. And if you haven't seen that documentary, uh, I just can't talk to you. Because yeah. you have to understand how amazing that whole cycle is. Like, you got Salvador Dali playing the, the okay, you got him wanting to do the role, okay? Mm. But Dali, he, he gives him this incredible thing. I want flaming giraffe. Could you give me flaming giraffe? <laughs> and Jodorowsky goes, yes, I will mm. give you flaming giraffe. Well, Will you pay me $100,000 an hour for my acting? And Yorovsky goes, yes, <laughs> but we will shoot all your scenes in one hour. <laughs> and that was his plan, yeah. right? Same thing Orson Welles, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I will hire your chef. Yeah. He will come here. He'll cook for you. You'd be like you're at home, right? Yeah. It's just an absolutely mad thing. I mean, you know, imagine, just, if you just imagine it, you know, David oh. Carradine was going to play the Duke Leto. Yeah, uh, oh. you know, Morrison you know, Welles uh, as the Baron. Um, Mick uh, Jagger was going to play Fade. Uh, exactly, you know? and it's like and Mick. Wow, this whole thing is just amazing. If it, you know, it's like the, the the most amazing movie that never got made. It is. It's got to be. I mean, and he had a nine million dollar budget. He spent two million on pre-production. Mm -hmm. uh, the book, remember, there's two books of the whole script basically drawn out, storyboarded by by, by Mobius. By, by Mobius, uh, Jean Girard. Oh, yeah, who yeah. was a genius himself. Absolutely um, brilliant. Yeah. They say the movie would have been 12 hours if if they they actually filmed everything Jodorowsky that is in those books. Mm -hmm. um, and Jodorowsky never read Dune. That blows my mind too. He hadn't actually read it. Yeah. You no, know, he trusted all the. He called them his guys. Yeah. Hollywood not got my guys. You know, yeah. he got Giger, of course, and he had the Baron. That thing he loved with the Barons, uh, with the tongue came out. Yeah. And with a landing pad for the. You know, he just loved all that kind of yeah. stuff. And and Giger, of course, went on to do the Alien and and, and Dan very, O'Bannon. And Dan O'Bannon, who, who ended up writing the screenplay for the first Alien movie. That's right. And then of course you've got the, all the artists. You've got um, the, just the the amount of 
talented people that were involved mm -hmm. in that movie, and it never got made. Yeah. Um, but again, we wouldn't have Star Wars without it. And I a think lot that of line, other, a lot of stuff. It, yes, it, that it line. Can, yes, that line can clearly be drawn yeah. because those talents tended to migrate to other projects that became um, culturally bombs. Yeah. Like as big as Jaws was, um, Alien was. Yeah. Uh, you know, as big as Alien was, um, you know, uh, Star Wars was. Yeah. So. So when when Dune eventually did get made in a movie by David Lynch. Yes. Uh, again, another brilliant director who's, you know, and we never and, read the book either. He hadn't read the book. No. Nope. You know, apparently when the the producer. Uh, oh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis. Dino De Laurentiis come to him and said, "I want you to direct June," and and David Lynch thought it was June. He thought he was going to do a romance movie. <laughs> and of course, you know, it didn't do very well at the box office. Oh, it got hammered. It but, got Roger Ebert just hated it. But people actually have given it another look since then, and and have, and have you know reevaluated it in in light of the rest of David Lynch's work. Right. And, and again, when I read when I read the book, and I see what the movie he made, mm -hmm. um, he did some really great things. I mean, the costuming, the characters, mm -hmm. the way he designed his Dune world, it's very much like you'd imagine in the book. And if you've seen the sci-fi uh, miniseries, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's a lot of the same stuff. It's the same po politics. It's the same storyline. Yeah. It's you know, I don't again, I don't understand why the movie got such a, a uh, bashing. I saw it in the theater. I loved it so much. I went out and bought the book the next day. Yeah. I had to know more about this movie. And it was the first videotape when you could buy your own videotapes. You mm -hmm. couldn't. You, you you could actually you you couldn't rent. You, you could buy them, not rent them. Yeah. I paid like eighty nine dollars, <laughs> and it was ninety nine. I felt so it got ten dollars off when Dune came out. Yeah. On VHS. Wow. <laughs> and I and and I just I I felt like. The luckiest guy in the world. That movie threw. It was like my. It, what Star Wars to me was in the seventies. Dune was to me in the eighties. Yeah, uh, and the the, the miniseries from the nineties, uh, sci-fi miniseries, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people dump on it, but it was actually a really good adaptation of all three books of the first books. Extremely good and Dune, good Dune, Messiah and Children yeah, of Dune. And Children of Dune. And if you and if you if you enjoy the story, if you enjoy the the mythology and the fremen, you really get a sense of why this story is important and mm -hmm. what the spice is and the ecology behind it and, and the sandworms. And it, it, it's, it's, it's meatier than you ever would think it would be. Yeah. It just rewards a person with a mind, right, that mm -hmm. what is craving some that kind of complex storytelling. I think it, it would feel I, – I, I would um, – compare it to the people who love Game of Thrones and are so into it that they know all the characters and the situations and – you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they're so into that world mm -hmm. um, that – I'm the same way with, with with Dune, so I just I just know so much about it. And now with that uh, uh, Villeneuve, uh, the Dennis, guy who Dennis did Villeneuve, yeah. yeah, the guy who did um, uh, uh, Blade Runner uh, 2042, yeah. um, he is uh, he directed that. He is now making his Dune remake. Mm -hmm. um, he's got major casting out of the way. Uh, the Skarsgård, the older Skarsgård. Who was in Thor and a lot of other movies? Yeah, is playing the Baron Harkonnen. Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Baron Harkonnen. If you if you're familiar with the yes. story, the movies or the or the, or the book, you know Baron Harkonnen is a very big guy. I mean, very fat rotund. guy with lots of diseases. He's so fat, of course, because he has to float. Yeah, he float, now, they call him the floating fat man because uh, um, he can't walk. Yeah, now uh, and he had diseases on his faces. He's yes. a very reprehensible character. Uh, the house, the evil house Harkonnen. Kenneth McMillan is an actor who played him in, in the, the yes, David very Cameron well. Movie. Too. Uh, Kenneth McMillan is is a 
a, a large actor. He's a, he's a, he's yeah. a, he, he's passed away now, but he was a, a larger actor, but even then they had to sort of pad him out. Um, yeah. uh, in the TV series, it was, um, a, a British actor. Uh, oh, I know him too. Yes. Um, who was, um, uh, whose name totally escapes me. He's on, he's on Doc Martin. He's actually yes. the, the comic relief guy on Doc Martin. Yes. And he played the Baron. Uh, oh, and just as a slug, like the Baron should be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Now, now Stellan Skarsgård is not a fat guy. I no, mean, you know, to 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 use the the politically incorrect term, well, you know, these are all we don't need them to be and, and, and we need were, a good actor. They were fat guys. He's not a fat guy. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård. So they're going to have to do some makeup on him. That's just going to be. Oh, I just can't imagine the costuming and the and now the special effects and the and the just what they're going to have to go through uh-huh. to just create this world. Because you know you got to do the the guild navigators, you got to do the Benny Gesserit, you got to do the, mm-hmm. the 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 Sadukar, you got to yep. do the the Fremen, and you got to get them. You got to get the stilt suit right. You got to get uh, you know they can't be walking around showing their faces with a little nose clip, right? Yeah. Uh, one of those breathe right strips on their nose, right? <laughs> you, you can't do. I realize they're actors, but you, you just can't do that, right? Yeah. You need a little more covering in this place where the water is going to suck out of you and kill you if you don't have this stilt suit on. Um, but again, the, the casting is coming together. Charlotte Ramp, Ramping, who is very distinguished, gets a lot of those you know heavy actress roles she did mm-hmm. in the 70s. She's yeah. she's got cred. She's going to play the Reverend Mother, the Reverend evil yeah. Reverend guy. No, she's so still working today. Did. She was actually in season two of uh, Broadchurch. Oh, of course. Okay, yeah, you're right. And, and yes. So she's, she is still working today. So, and, right. You know, she's, so she's, she's a stuff. good get. Yeah. Good get. And good also get. Uh, Dave Batista is in it, and he's playing the Beast Raban, who is the, the, the one who the Baron um, uh, had in charge of Arrakis before the Atreides came, yeah. and he brutalized the population because the Baron's whole plan was, I'll kill the Atreides, um, I'll turn on my my un, uh, nephew, uh, who they hate, mm-hmm. and I'll send my other nephew Fade, who I love, to kill his uh, brother. Yeah. And then he'll become the savior of the Fremen people, and they yeah. will embrace him, and, and they'll embrace. It's a twisted, yeah. sick plan. It's um, a sick plan. But yeah. Um, but this is. But they got Batista, who worked in in uh, Blade Runner, and and he's a big guy too. And I'm I'm impressed that he took uh, an unpopular role. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's a he's a name. He yeah. could have played a Drax kind of character for the rest well, of the hero. I, I'm character. surprised that they are casting him as as, as Raban. I I would have been more interested in, to see him do something like like uh, Stilgar. Yeah, he would be an interesting Stilgar. He would be an interesting Stilgar, but is he almost too big? Do Fremen yeah. have to be a little more wiry? That's true. You know, That's in true. a way, I thought maybe could he play Gurney? Maybe, mm. you know, just a fighter. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That a uh, big guy who plays that that. Beautifully plays that guitar, uh, that Gurney, ballonet. Yeah, he plays the ballonet. Gurney Hallett, Hallett, who was played Gurney by Hallett. Patrick Stewart. In the, the right. Age. And wouldn't that be cool if you could get Patrick Stewart back to play Gurney Halleck? Because <laughs> he, he has only a few those kind of scenes, right? Yeah. But he would still be the right age. Right? Mm-hmm. He could pull that off. Um, uh, but, of course, he's going into the Star Trek that he's, he's, that he's next doing Star the next Star Trek, which I understand takes place after the Romulan, uh, right after the uh, Nemesis. Yes, so, which I'm, I'm happy about, actually. I'm yeah, happy. I am too. I mean, um, actually, the the uh, yeah the apparently what I heard is that uh, if you you remember the JJ's original JJ's Star Trek his reboot yes. Star Trek uh, Leonard Nimoy's character Spock uh, you know comes back in time after uh, Romulus you know Romulus yeah, is destroyed that's right and that's that's apparently when the what you know is is going to happen in the in in the uh, Picard series. Okay. It's going to pick up from that because he's had the relationship with the Remans because, right? You know that because the that last thing of insurrection was, yep. you know, uh, the the Remans had made this clone of him. 
And, right. and he did. He had actually created a a, a bond with the, the Romulan right people in the, in the end of that movie. And so, anyway, sidetrack. But that's that's apparently what the series is going to be about. Yeah, and that's good. I mean, I want something surprising like that. I don't want him to go back to where he went before. And I yeah. think that he's probably gotten offers like this all, all through the years. But he, he, I think he waited for the right offer, and I think they got him with the right story. I think mm. whatever to hear him talk about it, he's very excited. Yeah. He's not being dragged into it. He wants to do this for the fans and for the character. So yeah. they must have come to him with something pretty damn um, uh, impressive. Yeah. That, that well, he I, would I think on. it's going to be. It'll be returning to the the, the contemplative Picard. Right. Uh, because I mean, the movies tried to turn him into an action hero. Right. Which never really did work. And they I mean, did make it, Riker enough of an action hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of, you know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he should have been more of one. You know, Riker was almost like my Roger Moore Bond, right? Yeah. Compared to uh, 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 later Bonds, right? Yeah. Well, that, that was the Bond. idea. Was that? Yeah. You know, he was. You know, Riker was going to be the the muscle. <laughs> right. But, yeah. But it didn't work out that way because, you know. No, sure. He had the Riker maneuver. Yeah. Sure, I can fill a ram scoop. Who can figure <laughs> that one out? Oh boy, metrion <laughs> particles are explosive. Tell you what, let's just light the fire behind us. Come on, come on. That's all this chicken at book. They'd see the ram scooping operation. They'd be warping out of there. Oh, give me that. Yeah. You know. Now, um, but yeah, I, you Jonathan, know, I, Jonathan Frakes, of course, is now now a director. And a good he's, director. And he's he's directed the last two episodes of yep. uh, Discovery, actually. Yep. And yep. Uh, and several episodes of the Orville. So. Yep. So, and I hear a lot of these guys. That's where they make their money, right? A lot of the TV directors are guys that were like co-stars on um, on a lot of series. Yeah. Like I'm surprised that Joey, I mean um, Matt LeBlanc hasn't gone that route because you know the guy that played uh, Don, uh, Donnie Most, who was uh, Ralph Melf on, on Happy Days, mm-hmm. he had a huge career as a as a, a television um, director. Also, yeah. the guy that played the black guy on Hogan's Heroes, um, uh, Dixon. Um, uh, was his last name? He directed tons of mo- of of sitcom um, episodes mm-hmm. and and for television over the years. So yeah. there's a lot of guys like Jonathan Frakes that get into that. Mm-hmm. And they well, and of course the most famous actor director is Ron Howard. Yes, of, yeah, you know, of course. I mean o- Opie, you know, oh. and 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 Richie from Richie Cunningham from Happy Days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, now he's like the biggest director. So. And again, he's another one though that I think also lives a little too much in his own head. But uh, I, I I enjoyed a lot of his movies. I really do. I the, his attention to detail and he and his work with uh, with Tom Hanks is of course you can't yeah. you can't fault. So him. so, but getting back to Dune, yep. uh, it's still being cast. There's, the, the cast has not been. Well, they got the kid. They got the Atreides kid. I've never heard of him, which is good. He's Nina, a, no. Well, he's he was in that. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, uh, say um. Say my name. Say I, my, I don't know. No, the kid's not name. say my name. It's another one. It's the other one that's like that. Okay. Anyway, but, but he's, he's a French yeah. he's a French actor. He's a... Okay. Yeah, but he yeah right he's done something and I I've seen pictures of the girl that that and she, uh, that is kind of up for the role of, of Chani um, his wife or girlfriend that he, you know tell me of your homeworld Lucille uh, mm-hmm. tell me of the waters of your homeworld Lucille he has that dream of her and she looks very kind of Latin and exotic and mm-hmm. you know like the one the girl was in the movie not like a Sean Young right yeah but she's more more Latino and, and beautiful in the eye when the eyes are blue on her I'm going to lose my mind yeah. because she's so, so now, very uh, pretty and and now he's he's talking about doing several movies he's talking they're not going to do one well they say you know. they say two two parts for the first book that's what yeah. he's shooting for two parts. that's two part yeah that they'll start they'll stop halfway between and they'll probably stop. Um, they'd have to stop after um, the the attack on 
on Arakeen when uh, Paul and Jessica. I, I would probably, they would probably, I would, yeah, I would probably end it with them uh, crashing into the desert, mm-hmm. right? But before they even meet the Fremen. Yeah. You know, when they're on their own and, and, and the, the worms are after them and stuff. No, there, there's always a risk with that, of course, you know, because if the oh. movie bombs, you're not going to get the second part, which is. Right, you know, right. I mean, the, the, so they, they must have a lot of confidence in. In, in I, I, Dennis Villeneuve and and in in the material, so well, it is his dream project, he says. But then again, Luc Besson said that uh, Valerian and the uh, uh, city of a thou- planet of a thousand cities or whatever yeah. was 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 his dream project. Yeah. And again, beautiful to look at, mm-hmm. but the story sucked balls. Yeah. Right. And again, you have such great source material with Dune. I can't see him screwing it up if he loves it that much. I assume yeah. he's. I I know he's read the book many times. I know it's his dream project. I know he worships at the feet of, of Yodorovsky. I mean, so I feel very good when I see him talking about it. I mean, he's yeah. he's charged. So you and think the, you think this is going to be something special? I think so. I think I think we're going to need another huge franchise in a while, uh-huh. unless something comes up. I mean, Artemis Fowl for kids maybe, um, uh-huh. because you know, those books were very popular. But those Percy. Um, um, Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson yeah. books, they didn't go very in, anywhere. So yeah. Harry Potter could have went nowhere. So this is all a crapshoot. But I think Dune's got enough kind of uh, cred, mm-hmm. um, street cred, um, pop culture cred that people will get. And again, you mentioned the movie, very panned, but one of those ones that has become a cult classic mm-hmm. and a favorite amongst people. So it's going to have a huge fan base. And I think younger people, um, especially the millennials um, that I know that have read Dune, on my recommendation, always come away with it, with it being one of their their all-time favorite reads mm-hmm. um, in a way. So I think it, it's the material strong enough, I think, that it, it will be. Yeah. And I think they've got a lot planned for it. And the world needs something like that because um, Mortal Engines didn't, go, didn't do very well, and that's a whole series of books. Yeah. Um, uh, that didn't do very well at all. So who knows if they're going to make more of those, like uh, the, the, ma- well, the, the know, Compass <clears throat> one. And even if the movie does, you know, I mean, the movie is, is a long way off. But, I mean, yeah. I always, you know, I'm, I'll end up sounding like Peter Falk from The Princess Bride. But, uh, you know, it's like back in my day, yeah. movies yeah. was called books. Yeah. And there still is books. If you, so if you're tired of waiting for the movie or didn't like the movie, you know what? There's always the book. You can always right. get into the library and read it. And... When I was 21, it was a very good year. It was a very good year for city girls who lived up the stairs. I see a lot of that around too. Like when I was selling comics, I talked to a lot of people that that they're getting back into books and stuff. Like they like the books that they have. They don't want to get rid rid of everything except thirty books. Yeah. You know, I look at my my bookshelves and and you know I have maybe five hundred books that I picked and chose myself. You know, yeah. yeah. That that I always go to, and I, it's it's an amazing thing. Kids today, I don't think they have books. No. You know, you won't see it in a home. You know, unless they're because they can get it so many other ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see a lot of kids reading. Um, you know, at the bus station, unless they're reading something on their phones. Well, maybe maybe, and, maybe they're reading books on their phones. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, but they're, they're not. <laughs> that's <laughs> the last thing. You know yeah, not. that's the they're, very they're last playing, thing. They're they're playing farm or whatever. Yeah, that's a default uh, thing on your computer. Yeah. Right yeah. when you can't do and anything else. I don't what, what they planned, but a movie that's a little closer to uh, a release date uh, because it's done is Spider-Man: Far From Home. Yeah, looks good. Uh, Trailer dropped. Yep. Uh, now the big thing, the big controversy. That, well, you know, all these movies have everything has controversy because yep. that's what sells shit. But 
the big thing that everyone is complaining about was that um, Mysterio didn't have a helmet. Mysterio is played, of course, by Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. And they said, well, we've seen pictures of him on the set. He doesn't have a helmet. What? How could he be Mysterio if he doesn't have the bubble helmet? But then, you know, the, the tra- trailer drops, and it turns out, you know, they do the bubble helmet with CGI. Exactly. He's we'll got, show the, him bubble, first, he's got yeah. the bubble helmet. You know? Yeah. We'll show him without the bubble helmet so you know that it's the actor. Yeah. And he can show his face because he's got to be – He's got his identity is going to be – he doesn't need to hide it. He doesn't want to hide his identity. Mm-hmm. He wants to be known for these heroic acts he's doing. You know he's working with the with – the, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, water guy. I forget what the, the name of the character is. It's not Watermaster. It's something else. Um, but basically, he's like Sandman, only water. Oh, right? Sa- okay, right. Right? So, uh, and Jake, of course, is fighting him. I think they're working together, right? Mm-hmm. Because Spider-Man is kind of famous at this time, right? Yeah. Because you see that scene that where he's doing an interview with with Aunt May, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know he's Peter Parker, but uh, Spider-Man is, is very famous. So I, I see this guy being an actor, a special effects guy, right, who mm-hmm. creates the suit so that he can play the hero. But he's not really the he's hero. Really, now right? that's that's his that's his origin story. Though. Right, and I think they'll stick story, pretty right? close to that because how, how else can you write Mysterio? Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna give him that suit with the awesome bubble helmet, which he's got to have, of course, um, because that's the whole shtick with him. That's the, that's why you love him because he wears that because of that goofy helmet. And when I think back to the old Spider-Man cartoon that we all seen in Canada a billion times from the 1960s with the great theme song Spider-Man, you know that one that Michael yeah. Bublé does. Um, the Mysterio episode is always one of my favorites, mm-hmm. where they're in the saloon fighting, you know, but yeah. with that little helmet and oh, perfect. Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping it looks good. Um, I like the girl playing Mary Jane too, but I also don't like her because she seems like she makes it so difficult for everybody to like her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like Peter just once says something and she goes, she says some snarky remark to him and he goes, oh, I'm just kidding. Well, you weren't kidding. Yeah. You said it and you fucked my head for 10 minutes. <laughs> Bitch, you know, yeah. I don't like you when you do that. Do you uh, like me, like me. Yeah. You know? But, and the, uh, it was nice to see uh, Nick Fury. Yeah. Make again, a surprise appearance. Right. Because uh, I think, he, I, I hear it's two years after uh, End of Infinity War. Okay, well, so right? now... Obviously, we're 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 getting into some spoiler territory here because, you know. uh, uh, yeah, unless it takes place before, it's like okay, these guys do end up surviving. Somehow. Yeah, and Captain Marvel, there's a reason she has a cat. She can't call the cat Chewy because mm-hmm. Star Wars people would sue the ass off Marvel. Yeah, uh, as the cat's name is in the comic books, which I still don't understand why uh, uh, Lucas or Disney hasn't sued Marvel already for yeah. using that name in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, or getting permission, but the cat's name is Chewy, but Chewy. of course they call it Goose in the movie, like Top Gun, of course. Of course, uh, yeah. Character, and he wears a little thing called Goose, but the cat is actually not a cat, it's a flurkin. It's an alien, if you're going with the comics, that has these tentacles that come out, mm-hmm. and it's totally deadly. In fact, the first time that Rocket met Captain Marvel, he saw the cat and, and lost his mind and tried mm-hmm. to kill this cat, and then two of them are destroying her apartment while yeah. they're, you know, the two are fighting each other. Yeah. And this cat can also hold pocket dimensions inside itself. It can travel through time. Um, so we, we've kind of got this quantum realm where Ant-Man was or is. Um, we've got um, the, the Nick Fury's phone drops, of course, and it had Captain Marvel's star symbol yeah, on it. So he's, when he, he's, he's so got Captain Marvel on speed he's dial. He's got her on speed dial. He's yeah. gotten in touch with her. Mm-hmm. So And Tony's lost in space. So somebody who can teleport or travel through time or go great dimensional distances, mm-hmm. it's going to somehow got to find Tony Stark before his air runs out and he dies. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
So I have a feeling it's going to be the cat. <laughs> and Captain Marvel is going to uh-huh. be. I've seen a picture where it's it's the Silver Surfer looking in the window at Tony Stark. Oh yeah, somebody drew. But yeah, I I replace that in my head with Captain Marvel, and I see how it all works now. Yeah, right? it, it'll it'll work that way. It'll work out that way. And I like the way Nick Fury's all over this cat because he eventually is going to find out if they use the cat to the right extent. I hope they do. That mm-hmm. the cat is this even is not a cat; it's an alien cat, <laughs> and it's a vicious, mean alien cat, yeah. and that's going to blow his mind more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I, I I I'm so looking forward to. So how seeing it all, all works out. I wish I could be like Rich, my buddy, who ignores spoilers to his his detriment. I think sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, he goes and sees a movie and he puts a bag over his head like he's a kidnap victim, right? <laughs> doesn't want to see like any trailers. Doesn't want to see any spoilers. Yeah, he, yeah. like he's in Guantanamo, right? Yeah, <laughs> he a black bag on his head <laughs> until it's well, over. I used to be like that too. I used to think, you know, I'm not I'm just not going to well, expose myself to spoilers. And then you know, I got into this podcasting thing, and now I have to know everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Uh, how do you think I feel? Yeah, I, I know. Mean, I, I don't I don't need to know that Mads Mikkelsen made an insanely cool looking movie about an assassin in in Alaska, but he made it. Yeah, he did. And then you told me about it. Now mm-hmm. I gotta watch it because it looks good. I and I see it on my list and I go, God, I gotta watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 like a crack dealer. This Netflix, right? Yeah. They've given me. I don't know. I need it, right? Mm-hmm. They've given me this trailer taste, and I, I just you're right. If I didn't watch these trailers, I would know nothing about mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I know too much. Yeah. That's my there. That's my sin. You know too much, Calvin. You're too yeah. smart. You're too plugged in <laughs> to pop culture. Yes. I would like to be surprised once. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it used to be. I mean, even you know, well, you know, when we were back when we back in the day when we were younger, our our internet was called Starlog. You know. Yep. And and it was a magazine that came out every month. Well, you know, my movie, the only movie I ever went into, um, um seeing absolutely nothing about it and hearing nothing about it was the first Ghostbusters. I mean, oh, yeah. all I ever knew about that movie was that ghost symbol, mm-hmm. that goofy ghost. I thought it was a cartoon. I didn't yeah. know it was live action. You had no idea what was you were going to I do. knew I knew Bill Murray was in it because he was on a talk show. Yeah. And they were going to show a clip from it, and they just showed that, that ghost symbol. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't somehow it wouldn't work, and he made a joke about it to Johnny Carson and, you know, and they played the song, and, and I remember the song was good, but even the song didn't show anything. No. It just had these bad celebrities singing, go, buddy, yeah. we can go, right? <laughs> and you hated them because don't show me these losers. I want ghosts. What's a ghost? What's a ghost buster? Yeah. And the worst thing is, is I realize right now that if, if I had known there was a filmation cartoon called The Real Ghostbusters mm-hmm. that involved uh, a talking gorilla – and two guys, and they drive an old jalopy. Yeah. And it's so bad, it makes Scooby Doo mean look like, um, what 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 what's what could Scooby Doo look like? It makes Scooby Doo look like a Disney movie. Yeah, like like Lion King. So yeah, <laughs> right. this is so bad. This is and I've seen that. I, I remember the 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 Ghostbusters. And yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's bad. And, yeah. and 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 so if I would have seen, if I would have known at the time that that was kind of, I would have thought that's what they're remaking. And you wouldn't right? have bothered. You I wouldn't have, yeah. yeah. But to show up and be so wonderfully surprised. Back to the Future was the same way too. Mm-hmm. I never saw anything about Back to the Future until I went and saw it in the theater. Yeah. And so I, I got that full immersion of a, that whole story, that whole adventure, and you left feeling so satisfied. Yeah. I haven't felt that in so long because either the trailer's so good that it can't mm-hmm. possibly live up to how good the movie is, yeah. um, or it's or it's the opposite. 
Like I saw the Bumblebee trailer and I thought, oh, this could stink. Girl, a girl and her robot. Yeah. Uh, but I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I saw the Queen trailer and I went, oh, yeah. oh. But I was wrong, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> I, I saw what? What did I see that I thought would be really good and, and it hurt my bum? Um, um, a, a Pacific Rim Uprising Part yes. Two, Part oh. Two, One. I saw yeah. that trailer and I thought, oh yeah, yeah, and I'm just loving it. And I, it came and I, my screener came and I knew this was the week and I'm watching it and I'm going, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know. I hate that. You you think see a movie, you think this is just going to be awesome. This is going to be terrific. And yeah, actually, I felt that way with the Edward Scissorhands. Really? I saw the trailer for it. I thought this is just going to be absolutely marvelous. And then I went and watched it. I was disappointed. It was like, see, I got yeah, and I got into it. I thought it would be. I thought it would be great, and it was. I I was still into Tim Burton though. Then he didn't he didn't totally work my last nerve. Like he does now. Yeah. Well, you know. So, I mean, even Dumbo. I don't even want to see the trailer. I know it's out there. Yeah. I will never talk about it. I will never see it. I'm tra- only time I'll talk about it now to say how much I hate it. Because yeah. I hate the movie Dumbo. No, I, 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 I think it. I've seen Dumbo, the, 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 the Disney cartoon. Oh, it's horrific. The death of the mother. I, I don't know things. whether I've, I've, I've seen the whole thing or not. He or gets just... drunk with these these reprobates who yeah. are d- diseased circus folk and it just makes it makes the circus look even grubbier than it already <laughs> is like i really yeah. i mean the circus has nothing i want to ever be a part of yeah nothing i want to have in the circus um i i even a lion or a tiger from us i don't want to even see them it's sad yeah. everything about the circus is sad and this <laughs> makes it look terrific <laughs> you know in comparison yeah. Yeah, I just can't do the circus, man. No. I hate the circus. So, <laughs> I nothing good happens in the circus. No, Dick never. Grayson's parents die. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just I mean, not good. I mean, my, my mother used to take us to see it, and I just never got. I never got the jokes. Mm-hmm. Are clowns funny? What's the joke? Yeah. I can see you coming in the other side of the car, idiot. I know you're not all in one car. <laughs> I can see the, the. I can see the little uh, uh, curtain move. I mean, thanks for destroying the illusion. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. And they never fall. Like it's not like you know the the trapeze guys all fall or something, or or they're not the the Walendas, right? Where the big yeah. wind catches them all, and you you lose the whole family of wire walkers in one day, right? Because <laughs> I had to put twenty on the, the wire because fifteen was wasn't good enough for that immigrant family. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had your you had your fame and everything, and you had to go kill everybody in your family on one day. Your act. Basically, in one day, yeah. is is out of commission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, wiggle, buddy. <laughs> Didn't you learn anything from living on the circus? <laughs> I mean, bad things will happen yeah. if you, you're up high and you don't. Uh, yeah. So, so have have we have I totally depressed you now? Have I totally <laughs> made you want to hate pop culture and everything about it? Have well, I driven no, actually, you? Have I driven you to gypsy weddings and celebrity big brothers? No, not quite. Okay. Because you have a loving woman. See, everyone out there, find somebody to love you and hold on to them like grim death, or you will become like me. You will have nobody to regulate what you hear or see or watch or do. So you will be tempted by things that are not good for you. <laughs> I should not know anything. About, I should not know the name of the gypsy uh, uh, dressmaker, the evil gypsy dressmaker. I should not know her name. But I should do. Not, I do. I know her name Sandra Chelly. I know she lives in in Boston. <laughs> I could probably find out where her her place is. You could you know? get a. You could get a. Dress I could go there well. and I could talk wedding dresses with that woman, <laughs> and she would think I was a Romney chill. She wouldn't know. She wouldn't think I was a gorger. 
she'd think I was Romnichil, uh-huh. and she would make me the best, ugliest dress that I wanted for my my little girl. I've deliberately kept stupid because I don't want her to see that there's more to life than keeping the trailer clean. Yeah. So right? what you're saying is basically find somebody to love you so that they can save you from yourself. From yourself. Uh-huh. You know, you, you already got what's killing you. You know, yeah. didn't didn't Bukowski say, find what you love and let it kill you? That's right. Charles <laughs> so, Bukowski did say yeah, that. That's what I'm doing. You know, uh-huh. there's no lie in her fire. That's the other line he had. Yeah. Right. And that 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 uh, Henry Rollins famously mm-hmm. uh, I, I learned from him, but I guess it's a Bukowski too. That yeah. she's she's something. There's no lie in her fire. That's why I think when I think of of, of your Francis, there's no lie in that fire, right? Yeah. She is she is the real deal. She's she what we would deal. call a broad in the old days, right? Men mm-hmm. would call her that, right? In the old days, in not the now. Old days. Well, now she she will come through a mountain pass to kill me for saying it, but well, probably uh, yeah. Yeah, but in the old days, but that's that's what you find, people. Please do that. Um, because if you don't have something to distract you, the devil will. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'll live forever because the devil knows and yeah. he got he got things to make up to me, right? Yes. Cal, we'd love to torture you, but ooh, you you I look I look I'm looking at your watching call sheet here, and you, you know you you pretty much suffered enough. <laughs> you suffered for your you suffered for your art, man. <laughs> Is there anyone you'd like to torture that's down here? <laughs> Can we get you a, a cold beverage, <laughs> buddy? <laughs> Because I'm interesting, but I'm tortured at the same time, so. Yeah. Down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard, because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. up his case and he said I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosened up his bow and he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Ready to let your dog back, no child, no. 
devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. And he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played Found the Mountain Run, Boy, Run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, I'm picking out dough. Granny, when you don't fight, no child, no. This has been a COC production.